Due to the ignorance of our host, parental discretion is advised. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to the other side of the beehive, episode 197, our Halloween episode. Uh, I know, Brian, uh, please put some uh, scary stuff there. That's not, our, by uh, the way, producer, but he's not here, so. Okay. <laughs> not the, uh, not, not the thriller laugh, because that's overdone, right? No. That everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shout out to Will Wonder. Uh, we're sitting here with the one and only Trey Lamb. Hey, we haven't had a uh, we've had a crush on you since oh, the man first time crush. we saw you. Oh, stop! Come on, man. I yeah. saw so I saw you open for uh, comedian by the way. I saw you open for Santino, yeah, and Mark Norman, yeah. Well, I yeah. I mean, hosted for Santino, and then that Mar- that Norman show, it was just the one night I got that guest spot. Was it a Saturday? That's, the, that's one yeah. night. Yeah, that was the only, actually, the only show I did that whole week. I was supposed to only film that weekend. Oh, really? I was only there to film him, but then just from hanging out with him in the green room, chatting, on the last day, he was like, you want to you wanna uh, do a, how cool do you wanna do spot? And I, I like, did, well, yeah. I, I did, so I, I heard your uh, the first episodes of the, the Deadbeat Sun. Deadbeat Sun? Oh, yeah. yeah, thank you. Now, yeah, is that... Is that on, because I'm actually catching up with them, but is that on, uh, is it a podcast or is it just video for now? It's it's on Spotify. I got it on Spotify, oh, too. On Spotify, Yeah, okay. it's going on Spotify. Um, working on getting on Apple as well, but for now, YouTube and Spotify is primarily. It was such a bitch for us to get on Apple. Remember that? It was That's tough. Apple that was, was like, forever. Apple YouTube was forever. the last people that they say, okay. Well, because you have to prove all this, you, all, yeah. proof of concept and all that. Yeah. And it's like, I got nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember we, we started this and we were like, we were like everywhere. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, what about Apple? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. And it finally, like, oh, all of a sudden out of the blue, it's like, your podcast is on. And we were like episode nine, ten. I was like, yeah. damn, it took forever. I, I saw you, uh, you opened up for Chappelle Lacey. Yeah. Yeah. That was I saw you then. Too. That was the first time I had seen you. <clears throat> and then again on Santino. Okay. And uh, what I, you know, comedian fans, big yeah. wise guys, guys, I mean, we love Keith. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's been on the podcast. Uh, shout out to Keith. Shout out to Keith. Keith. Um, oh, look, we have the, do you see that? The CD? The OG. What's that? That's Keith. Oh, oh, wow, yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah. What does it say? Uh, it says to... Uh, thanks to the other side of the beehive. Thanks to the other side yeah. of the beehive. Oh, yeah, he was, we, were just ta- he was just tell- we were just talking about this the other day. Yeah, I, I know he made this happen. I know. Sure, I know. Because truth be told, we, I, we talked to Trey for a minute. We were like, dude, I would love to have you on the podcast. He was like, yeah, dude, whatever. Yeah, like, get well, in hey, line. No, no, get in line. Yeah. And, then, and then, hold on. And then I... T- this <laughs> is truth be told. So like, you'll get in line. you right now. Yeah, and then we t- I talked true. to I talked to Keith on last Saturday, and uh, he's like, and I'm like, I'm trying to have Trey, and he goes, Trey, Trey Lab. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I'll make it happen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And then it so happened that I saw I saw you at the end, yeah, uh, uh, of the show, and uh, and I was like, hey man, I I know I've asked you before, and I don't, like, the last thing you want to do is like bother people, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't want to bother you, but. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, thank you, Keith. Well, yeah, man. I mean, not, the only reason why is because it was just because, yeah, Fridays and then. Yeah. I, I try to keep those open in case mm-hmm. Keith needs me to yeah, yeah. go Absolutely. host or something for a Absolutely. show. And it's like, I'm not going to, I can't make plans. You know, it's hard to make plans yeah. on the weekend because I'll bail on, like that for yeah, yeah. a show. You know, yeah. like if. Like if Mark Norman needed mm-hmm. me or something, I'd be you know. So then now, how do, how does how does that work? I, it's are you 
like you say, you just open, but you you literally just never know when you're gonna get the call. Not well, so, not necessarily. Like, so sometimes if it's um, uh, you know, like like before, like la- in the last year, if, say if it was somebody like I really liked and wanted to you know be mm-hmm. on the show with, I would just I would ask if I could get on the show, if I could mm-hmm. host or something, um, and then. <laughs> Just hope that I got on, and then other times, you know, it's just Keith, just like, hey, do you want to, you want to do a spot? And then usually you get like a week's notice for those. Mm-hmm. If, um, but then what I started doing is uh, filming. Right, I got good yeah. at that. Uh, I started just getting good at it for for my sake, mm-hmm. just for recording my sets and then <clears throat> uploading it and posting to you know Instagram and all that stuff. Um, I got good at filming and got good at editing and audio and all that stuff. So. I started just offering my services to wise guys and to headliners rolling through mm. like, Hey, if you want your, you know, your, your set filmed, um, you know, I got a good camera shoots and you know, the good quality, all that kind of stuff. And so that kind of became my in for a while. Oh, okay. So, you know, these people come through, they're like, Hey, you know, if you got a, any video guys, well now I'm the video guy. Right. So then Keith would hit me up. Hey, can you come film for so-and-so? I go, yeah, of course. And then he goes, oh, and um, I'll see if they need a host. Or he's like, mm-hmm. oh, and can you host? So that would come secondary oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to even... The package deal. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, get, I was only... two chicks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two chicks at the same time. Huh? Come on, now. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, like, I all I cared about was doing the show. I just wanted to get to meet yeah, these yeah. people yeah. And, and work with them and perform. So, um, you know, the filming stuff was, was really just out of necessity and just trying to you know that just so that's been really helpful to me you know yeah and uh so i don't you know um nowadays i've kind of made a little bit of a name for myself around there so i'm like headlining sometimes here and there Mm -hmm. um but keith will call me like last weekend he he texted me on friday he's like can you do shows this weekend you know so then i went up and did them so do do you so how is so did you how, how long have you been doing this by the way a little over eight years now. Stand yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. How old are you? I'm 26. Oh, wow. So I started like like the week after I finished high school. I was still 17, and there was a, there was a little coffee shop mm-hmm. across the street from my high school, and I just, it was over that, over senior year where I realized, where I was like, I was so into comedy, but that was where the shift happened that I learned it could be done. Like yeah, you right. could go out and do it. I mm-hmm. didn't, you know, that's a tough connection to make. But then once that clicked, that's where I, yeah. So I went, did that for the first time, and then just never looked back sort of deal. I mean, I've, oh, I've looked back. I mean, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I've definitely looked back. <laughs> looked at myself, looked at my hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Who, but Who were you, who did you really get into comedy-wise during that period? Louis. Louis? Ooh. Dude, I mean, and I still, to this Hot day, take. man, to this day. To this day, man. He's, he's, I mean, he's, yeah, I know it's a controversial, controversial figure. Is it anymore, though? I think in he's pop the guy culture, that's but the, not in comedy. The Phoenix is right from the fucking, the ashes, you know right? What? For, for, yeah. you're right, for man. For pussies, yeah, he's still, I, I never, I never stopped liking No, God, yeah. no. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's exactly. like, but, but I think it's, I, I, I think it dude, this com- fucking thing is killing me, dude. You're, <laughs> is it, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make it so I clear the mic. It's so great to be. What is that? What is that fucking Tom Cruise movie where they wear the fucking where they wear the mask, the dirty fucker, with him and uh, his ex Nicole Kidman? 
Uh, what was that movie? Where they all wear <laughs> stupid shit like this? I know. Yeah, I can, I can see the, the I can see the poster of the movie too. Yeah. But I can, uh, anyway, continue. Debbie does Dallas or whatever. Uh, so, um, Angel does Alabama. Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> Alabama does Angel. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh, so, uh, what was I saying? God damn it, Louis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so I think it it, it 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 comes from, and I was actually going to ask you this because, um, I think it has to do with the, the different. I'm trying to put words together here. The diff, the different how how people see uh, comedy, right? Because some of them is like, well, I don't want to get, a, and I saw you you say something like that on one of your videos. You're trying to say, oh, these people got offended, but they're getting offended. In behalf of other people, right? Yeah, in behalf yeah, of yeah. Other, other people. Yeah. Like right. you and I, the way you and I joke around, like we, you and I have a, I think you're probably one of the people that I have one of the strongest sense of humor with. And like if people could see our phones or how we talk behind doors, we probably, you know. Oh, we would, this podcast go, would be canceled. Well, yeah, we'd sure. probably go. Ten yeah. times over, right? One of us says the N-word all the time. <laughs> no, and that's uh, not me, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. I, I do it when well, I'm singing. <laughs> Look at you. You look like you would. Be. What are you talking about? <laughs> what the hell? What are you talking about? Man? But, uh, but, um, but yeah. So, so for me, I want to end up taking it off. You, you watch. So, but no, you're doing great. But for me, <laughs> thanks. But for me, it's like I, I because I like that kind of. I mean, I understand what he, what he did was. Yeah, bad, yeah, I guess right, you right, know right, because right. he and, and, was it though? But, <laughs> was it though? But you know why I'm saying this because he came out and apologized. I understand that. Right. You know what I mean? But but uh, at, at, if you were to go the list of bad things oh, yeah, yeah, that you could sure, do, sure. that's like kindergarten. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Coming yeah. off the heels of Weinstein, Cosby, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, absolutely. Actual, <clears throat> yeah. You know, do you think criminals. he got snowballed into all that bullshit? He, he absolutely did because he was he was coming in hot. He was like really peaking. That movie he was putting out was a little, <laughs> a little iffy. Let's, I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, he just had a movie with uh, Joe, Joe List. With Joe I mean, List, I mean, yeah. Joe List is coming to town. Yeah, too. yes. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wait, hold on. Speaking of, yeah. we're gonna be all over the place, obviously, because we're we're rock hard here. Welcome to the other side of the behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you just announced today that you're opening for uh, Trevor Wallace. Yeah. yeah now, dude. when is that again? When is it? Yeah. That's November 18th at U of U. Uh, oh. Oh, okay. So not why that big? No, Did Trevor Wallace coming with he come to a big fucking yeah. Arena. It's at Kingsbury Hall. Yeah, it's like nineteen, just under two thousand people. God damn. Yeah, Woo. it's not so. You know, Trevor and I. You know, we go back a little uh-huh. bit. Uh, when I was in college, um, in Santa Barbara, there was we. I was part of this comedy club, like a school mm-hmm. club, but that we put that put on shows every weekend at one of the lecture halls, right? And because it's Santa Barbara, it's only like an hour and a half-ish from L.A., and it was funded by the school, so we could pay like a decent little check. Mm-hmm. So that, And then it's not far from L.A., so, you know, it's come headline a college, make 1200 bucks, you know, and then drive home that night. Mm-hmm. Why not, right? Um, <clears throat> and then, so it was like probably 2015, like 14, 15, I think 15, when Trevor was like just starting to get some real traction Mm -hmm. and like right before he really really blew up but it was like the kyle stuff or not not quite kyle um bryson the zoomies guy like the zoomies employee was that kind of stuff so when he came to town 
and did our school, you know, of course it was just packed. I got on the show, we just clicked, and then we just, I opened for him um, while I was living in California, mm-hmm. did some gigs in San Diego and L- uh, Huntington Beach sort of deal. But um, yeah, he's been, I mean, he's super cool. Is and that where you're from, California? Uh, well, I'm originally from Winnipeg, Canada. And oh, wow. Then, but I moved to San Diego. I moved to California when I was like 14. Mm-hmm. And then I've lived, I lived there until I moved here. Tell me you played hockey. A little bit. Not too much. <laughs> I, it, hockey is a little expensive. I had a single mom. See, I told you. I told you. I, so I played hockey yeah, in yeah. high school. And you they were like, sound like you did. oh, you. Well, <laughs> yeah. I didn't say A. So. No, you <laughs> I'm from Clearfield. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jose. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> but uh, no. Uh, when they were like, oh, yeah, you want to play? Uh, we need $4,000. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, what? Yeah. It's, it's, and it's not like, yeah, you're not really getting hand-me-down hockey equipment like they want you to get good stuff so um not a whole we had to stick to more cost affordable sports (laughs) um so we play flip cup yeah i got real good at jenga um so yeah uh but that was it was because it was just my mom and i Mm -hmm. when i lived in canada and my dad had already moved to california when i was like just a little kid so um but then, yeah, one day, I just uh, got the op- opportunity. Um, my dad's life was doing, he was, like, set up in California, and I felt my mom was good to go. And so then I just tried living in San Diego, and then, obviously, it never right. went back to Winnipeg, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Is there yeah. any good comedians from, from no, Canada? No, not from Winnipeg. Well, no, from Canada? Well, yeah, dude, Mike Myers, fucking oh, Jim wow. Carrey. Oh, yeah. Um, but like right now, uh, oh yeah, I'm not. I can't remember his name. Um, this no, some the guys, guys, the guys, all the fucking broken lizard guys. Like those guys are all from fucking Canada, Tom, right? Tom Green. I yeah, think? Tom Green. Yeah, he's a he's a Canadian. Oh, Tom Green. Um, okay. There's a guy who's uh, shit. He was just on your mom's house too. Ian Bag. Ian Bag's. Canadian. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's uh, funny. He's got that real Canadian, like, that old, like, that rural Canadian attitude, too. He's all, you want a two-liter of soda? Yeah, exactly, dude, yeah. (laughs) Holy fuck there, buddy. You're good. It's in there. It's in there. It's just me. He's like, I haven't gotten rid of it. I don't have to try. It's just already there. So what brought you to Utah? Uh, Just the world shutting down, you know? So I was in L.A. after college, and I was there for just under a year, and then everything went to shit. And I could, so I could justify, I was in L.A. to do stand-up, right? Yeah. And I could justify the shitty living situation, overpriced everything, and just, you know, hating (laughs) being there. You could justify (laughs) it. Because it's for comedy, right? Yeah. And this is where you you go to make comedy happen yeah. or to be a comedian. So whatever. I'll put up with it, and one day it'll be worth it. And then when comedy is just taken away, it's like, you know. And you're options. just left with a shitty situation, right? And I'm just paying way too much for a mm. place I don't enjoy. So it's like, <laughs> what the hell am I doing, right? I could go. And then comedy was just, I mean, it's like you could go pay to do an open mic in a public park in front of other comics oh. who paid to be there nightmare situation really um and that was like the best thing going on during right. the time so some open micers that i'd gotten close with um we all just kind of started talking We're like where are we gonna go we can't do this so we just kind of compromised on utah so six of us moved out here originally 
and uh, and then over the last over the two years that we've been here, two have gone back to L.A. and then one moved to a different part of Utah, and uh, yeah, I'm like the only one doing stand up anymore. <laughs> just crazy. Good for you, you man. Yeah, uh, one other guy kind of, yeah. but he's busy with other stuff too. So yeah, yeah. life just kind of happens, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And absolutely. And it's it's crazy to see because I remember you know like, when that means he got someone pregnant. One of them did, yeah. One of them did for sure, yeah. Well, two Good of call. them. Two of them. Yeah, yeah. Two of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's just guys being that's dudes. Like a nice yeah. Dude, doing dude shit, nice, right? That's a nice way to say it. That's just guys being bros. Life got in the way. Um, oh, I knocked over this fish. I'm sorry. It's, no, it's okay. Bottle opener, it's a bottle yeah. opener. Oh. It's tough as fucking nails. All right. Um, but yeah, oh, so it was crazy is like, you know, when you start comedy, when you're just doing open mics, you're going out to the bars. Um, I remember, you know, looking around at all the other comics, my friends and thinking like, well, everybody here wants to make it. Everyone wants to succeed and be a comedian, but statistically like we yeah. can't all do right. it. There's no way, right. right? Especially a lot of them suck. So it's like... <laughs> So then you go like, well, I remember thinking like, well, what happens then? Yeah. yeah. Like how did, and then is it going to happen to me? Whatever makes people drop off Mm -hmm. from pursuing this. And that would just kind of worry me and be in my head. And then, you know, I just kept showing up because that's all I know and am. (laughs) That's my entire identity. And then, yeah, but then you just see it, you know, you see life just kind of people just, you know what, I'm kind of into this or yeah, I got some chick pregnant or I'm going to move out here or there's a good job opportunity. And it's like, yeah, I just, you know, Mm. it's, that's just how it happens. So I'm glad that I fucking stuck with it though. No, just like I was saying earlier, when I saw you open for Chappelle, that was the first time I had seen you. And then again, you know, with uh, Santino, um, it wasn't the same set, but it had some of the same jokes, but just in that little time that I've seen you, the mastered of the pause, oh, the yeah. turn, yeah, yeah, yeah. the giggle, you know, sure. that, that like, oh, this guy's got something. Yeah. And then when we saw you together, it was like, we got to get that guy. He's legit. Yeah. So uh, again, oh, this is a big deal man. for us. You got, you, you got one of those jokes that like you, you will, you will tell it and then you let them catch up. Yeah. Yeah, so you're just like, oh, you know, you say like this, and then and then you're just like, and then all of a sudden people go, oh, oh and then yeah, they start laughing yeah, at the same yeah, time, yeah. and that's like, uh, the, the, like the timing is just form. so yeah, the, the, the timing form. is just so oh, dead thanks. on. Yeah, I really do. I I do care about that. I try to. I put effort into the writing a lot for sure, and. Like my, are you good? Are you decent? Do this? Yeah, come on, don't show hey, me ankle. Hey, shirt, <laughs> cover your potty up. Are you, are you hot under there, bro? You no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I cool, man. Before you showed up, I was. But are you hot? I'm fine. Yeah, you are, on, dude. Wait, what? Yeah, stop. Anyway, do you know why they had those to put the here? stuff in the beak so they didn't smell the uh, dead bodies, right? I heard that probably makes sense, but I, I also heard you watch him say something like, "I heard pedophiles used to wear." Like, oh, Jesus I I also heard yeah the apothecary doctor they'd stuff it with the spices and shit because yeah, they so thought they, that if you smelled the plague you would get it right. So they were trying to just not Stay smell it. Yeah, that but, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the same shit. You don't want to yeah, smell yeah. nasty shit. Yeah. Yeah. We stopped doing that. Doctors don't really care about smells anymore, huh? 
I mean, we'd ask nowadays, so who gives yeah. a fuck, right? I mean, I nobody cares, bro. We're beyond that. that thing, bro. Oh, this is called evolution, my friend. No, honestly, we've devolved from that. You could give her a back scratch while you do it with that thing. <laughs> you scratch your own nuts with that. I'm going to rub the clip with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! By the way, uh, yeah, so I'm a, a plague doctor. What are you, Justin? <laughs> I'm an insurance salesman. <laughs> so, just to explain myself, um, this is going back. A uh, this goes back years to when uh, the progressive or is that what? Yeah, progressive yeah. commercials were <laughs> starting to pop, and. A former lover of Angel <laughs> told me, look at it. hey, you look like that motherfucker Jamie from the... And, and it just... It, I said, you bitch. Yep. <laughs> so it dawned on me. <laughs> so it ate me inside. So I sleep in this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you feel better yeah, about myself? Dude, I've embraced he was, it. He's like, he literally was like, dude, turn around. You'll see what I'm doing here. And I'm like, okay. So I get out of the shower over. and I ask the wife, Ma, you want some? <laughs> but... But uh, so yeah, I've had this for months now, sure. knowing that I was yeah, going to do this. Yeah, so <laughs> I have to send. That, so I sent you that photo of last year. Yeah, yeah. When we all dressed up. Yeah. And after I sent it, I was like, "Oh fuck! I hope he do- I hope he doesn't think that there's four people on the podcast." Oh, because yeah, I was like, we was. all dress up, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh shit!" You know, I've been working on this. Like I said, I've been working on this costume. Yeah, tell people who you, for, who you are. Well, right now I'm, I'm Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> Rest in peace. R.I.P. to yeah, the yeah. goat. And if I take these off, I'm Kurt Cobain. <laughs> right? So, Courtney Love fucking killed me. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first. Did you, you say allegedly? First. So we don't get sued? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Come get me, MTV. Oh, um, fuck. Hey, uh, you, you just said that you... Uh, you made a name for yourself. Is that? Would you say that was that was before you came here, or you or you did it here? No, it's been in the last like eight months only. So which is from, so from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so basically ever since we saw you. See what I'm saying, dude? Pretty much. It's you guys probably made the made the turn happen. So it was like probably back in January. Um, I did this show I was hosting for Brian Callen. He came down. Oh, dude. And it's our favorite, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love Brian Callen. Um, and that's a cool one, too, actually, because him and I have a little history. We had just have one. like With when the I, kid? Yes, Damn, sir. Um, when I was in college, I used to do, okay, I used to drive to Ventura from Santa Barbara. It's about a little under an hour. And I would drive to this Chinese restaurant called the Hong Kong um, or the Hong Kong Inn, something like that. No, the Hong Kong Inn is a strip club oh, in Tijuana. Nice. It's the Hong Kong Chinese restaurant. And it still smells like fish, right? It's still <laughs> Same thing, right? a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, on Mondays, they would have their open mic, and it was just it, your bottom of the barrel, just like dog shit. Nobody, it's only comics, and the comics that are there are outside smoking and hanging out. So you're performing to nobody, and the the one lady working right well after and i would still do i would still go do it because i was 18 19 mm-hmm. whatever and i just had to go somewhere for comedy i would get up at 12 30 one in the morning perform to no one drive back home on a school night going like why the fuck am i doing this like what is that was pointless you know and then doing that for a while eventually the guy who ran that mic starts booking shows in that room 
And then one, so one, and then one of those shows is Brian Callen and Nick Swartz and co-headline. Wow! And just from the time I've been putting in and just showing up and everything, the guy goes, "Do you want to ask me to be on the show?" Uh, not only that, but get do the feature spot. So before wow. Callen, so it, was, it would have been host me, Callen, uh, Nick. <clears throat> so then I go up. I'm like twenty, so twenty one, and I go up and I fucking crushed and then Callan was watching and as I'm walking back he's like dude that was amazing how old are oh, you damn. and I told him and he's like I was like I'm 20 you know 21 whatever he's like you got to move to LA like right now like all this we're gonna work together I moved to so then I did you know like six months later I moved to LA and then well he did that for Chappelle Lazy right he's the one that saw him in Arizona he did he was, from, yeah. he was like you need to you need to move yeah. to LA well Chappelle also <laughs> actually is tight with Trevor too yeah they go back because oh, yeah. this other guy um, Mike Turner, and <laughs> I'm sure he's watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so then, when so then when Callen came out here in January, I was hosting those shows, and he comes into the green room, and he's like, "Are you the kid from Ventura?" And I was like, "Yeah." Damn. He's like, "I still got your number." You my phone. Said, Are you the kid? Yeah. Oh, see what hey, I did there. See what I did oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Then. Um. Yeah. And so he's like, "Yeah, I still have you." And this. So it was cool. So we just like you know had a had a already rapport going mm -hmm. and then ever since then um that's when i started like taking um like instagram and posting videos like seriously and that's been that's been the big shift for me yeah, right? it's just my social media kind of blowing up you know just from posting clips and it's what's it's the same shit i've been saying mm -hmm, but right? now just people are seeing it yeah, yeah. you know it's it's kind of funny how that works you know Callan, what <clears throat> one of the most animated com yeah. comedians sure, out there yeah, right yeah the guy knows how to use his uh use his legs moves his thighs on stage dude yeah <laughs> yeah i love when he does that yeah, <laughs> yeah he loves to fucking flex dude yeah. <laughs> and talk about birds yeah talking about birds <laughs> yeah yeah he's like for everything like when he's talking about something he's like i'm just i'm sad I'm like the way sad. he just does the sad is just fucking hilarious yeah dude and we like i would i hung out with him after that one of those shows the last time he was here and uh went out to a bar with him and like his friends mm -hmm. and it's like it's like three professional fighters <laughs> and like this guy who his job was to train tactical teams to take out uh poachers in Africa like oh, just the crazy I didn't like crazy yeah. these guys like Jason Bourne shit you know <laughs> and we're, they're just all talking you know amongst yeah, yeah. Them. it's like he's talking about like yeah the ivory you know uh, like the, situation the horns and, on the rhinos and yeah, shit all this like oh my god he's like yeah just crazy shit just people yeah. that I didn't know existed wow. alone in Utah yeah yeah what well, do you what do you what do you uh what do you think about, I mean, being in California, you know, along the LA, Ventura, all those places, what do you think about the comedy scene here in Utah? Just the time that you've been here, do you see a, an uptick on the way it is? Um, this is a great place to be a comedian. Obviously, you're blowing up. Yeah, it's um, it's a great place to develop, for sure. It's a good place, like Mark said, Mark Norman said this, um, he said, like, this place is great for years one to six. Mm -hmm. um and yeah from what i've gathered like you know if yeah if you can get in with wise guys and just keep doing like it's a good regular scene 
it's not that big though, yeah. which is which is the only only which drawback, is, which is the biggest issue I have with it. It's just not that not that big. So, um, but at the same time, that has its benefits too. Because like when I got here, I was like, well, I'm just gonna try to outwork everybody here, right? Right, and that's that's been my goal, and I feel like I've been doing pretty pretty well with that. Um, and that's not a dig on anyone. That's just personal goals, right? Yeah. And, uh, well, you shouldn't dig just because you outwork everybody. That's yeah. just yeah. That's just and, the, everybody's working at their own pace. But other people have like families and you yeah. know stuff like that. They got they got their cheap. <laughs> so, um, but whereas, but you know, in L.A., the issue I saw was that um, it presents the illusion of a path in comedy. Where there is no one path, you know, like you're, everyone's got to find, every comedian's got to find their own way. I did not expect, you know, like five, eight years ago when I started Instagram reels, TikTok wasn't even a thing. Yeah. Right. So it's like how I could not have known that that would be the thing to start, you know, start things off for me. Um, so I just lost my train of thought. Shit. Um, <clears throat> Let's, Sorry, just, let's just leave it. Let, let him burn. Just let him sizzle. Yeah. So, yeah. So, everybody's like, boo. Yeah, <laughs> You're like bombing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's. Okay, I, just asked, I was just talking to a buddy the other day. And he was like, what's the thing you do when you are, don't know what joke you're going to do? Because everyone's got a thing. Yeah. yeah. My, and I, I realized my thing is going, I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard you say that. Yeah, so like at the end of a joke, I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hell? But uh, he yeah, was asking so about the the, the scene in L.A. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like there's it. It just it, people. A lot of comics go. Yet a lot of young comics will go there and be like, "Oh, I have to go to this club. I have to go to this place. I have on to this be day. in the comedy be, store every fucking day." Yeah, right? and it's like you know, or. The whole idea of paying for open mics too, like mm-hmm. that, be, that's such a business in LA, which right. is so gross. Just to like you and and other people who also paid, just sit in a room. You would come to a room like this, and then one at a time go up in front of each other, and everyone just fucking on their phones anyway. So it's like, why wouldn't you just go in the parking lot and right. do it for free, yeah. or just hang out with each other and do right. it and write jokes? But then so many people think, well, I got to do this because this is what it is, but it's not. And I'm moving out here really taught me that um, not necessarily this scene in particular, but just moving scenes. Because so many people told me when I left L.A. for Utah, they're like, what the hell are you doing? You take a step back, all this kind of stuff um, where it's like, you know, just because I didn't move to Austin chasing Joe Rogan or, (laughs) you know. I couldn't, and I couldn't afford, I just could not <clears throat> afford LA. Yeah. Right. Not even a touch New York until I'm oh, yeah. making bank. So, but yeah, what I learned is like, you don't have to necessarily be in that scene anymore. Right. Just because of internet and all that shit. It's like, you know, my, my videos, they get at least, you know, tens of thousands of views. Yeah. And it's like, that's just for me sitting and, you know, doing it here. So it's mm-hmm. like, um, so yeah, that's that was like what the biggest thing I learned from imagine, from the scene out here. Imagine sure. being the comedian that where you had to do the 
do a spot here, go to the next spot, do what that, what do they call the, what are the runs they used to call it? The old, the old, the old well, OGs, the triple runs. The triple runs. Yeah. Yeah. I still, where you still didn't, hear guys talk about that Where today. you didn't have social media where you could reach 10,000 yeah. people off of a 45 second clip, right? Yeah. Imagine that, that guy that had to do that. Imagine uh, it just, it oh, just so blows Keith my, was one of those guys for a right? while. He started yeah. as a comic, just like touring, driving all over and then. Yo, the dude opened up. For salt and pepper. <laughs> Have you heard that story? Have you heard that heard story? Oh, we, had, dude. we had him on the pod, a- so we had him on the pod, but he was nice enough to say, "Let's do it at Wise Guys." Yeah. Which to us, I mean, this it was like this, a, this was our dream. We just barely, we kind of barely started. Too. Yeah, we were like, uh, holy shit, 60, 70 episodes in, right? Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Just come do it here, and we'll do it before a show. We'll set up on a table, and the doors were opening. People were coming yeah, in. Were coming, yeah. it, it was such a fucking cool experience." But he told yeah. that story about, oh, I mean, Mormon. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. very clean, as clean as it gets. Comic, right? Oh, yeah. And he told that story about opening it up for salt and pepper, and he did that. Oh yeah, that whatever you know that thing you yeah, do. And it was yeah. just like the <laughs> he's all the words I heard. Oh shit! He's like he opened for uh, salt and pepper and uh, tag team. Tag team. Uh, that's who it was. And, and he, he even said, <laughs> yeah. he said they sang three songs because, and the first one and the last one were the same song. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, I I actually uh, know Keith or got to you know go to uh, see Keith because of our our producer. Uh, he was like, "You gotta come see this guy." Oh yeah, and I was like, "Oh okay." And then uh, after that, I remember it was whatever that is. That's where I bought the 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 CD, and uh, he was he was headlining back there. Yeah. And then it, this is uh, the 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 wise guys was uh, I mean I was, I was probably way before you but it was in, in uh, Ogden right no um, by the uh, oh uh, trolley square by the Maverick right. Center oh by the Maverick Center so when I went to Wise Guys way back in the day it was I mean growing up here the one I knew of was in Ogden and I'm talking we're talking twenty years ago when I mm, went there yeah. I think I was just barely twenty one but it's still there right. Yeah, well, it's, they've moved it because the one you yeah. probably went to was the Comedy Cafe. Yeah, and and little... he when he had got it, that's when they had turned it into Wise Guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that Ogden room's on. Oh, I like gotta my... take this off, dude. This is yeah, burning my fucking. And now he's got one in Vegas, dude. How how with Polly? With yeah, huh? with Polly. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Oh. Yeah. Have you been to the Vegas one? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've done that club. That's a fun one. It's yeah. it's. Mo- I feel like it's modeled after Ogden, which is my favorite room. Is, it, sure. is Ogden's yeah. bigger than no no it's, no? it's like half the size, even maybe even less. Yeah. Downtown's like three something, maybe yeah. around a little under three. Where Ogden's like one forty. So you you rather do a smaller? There's just something about that room, man. And I like yeah, I, it I, just I, it. There's just a pop, yeah. you know. And there's you got the brick wall behind yeah. you too. You get it's just a cool feeling. Um, but there's just something electric in that room when they really just when something really hits. And uh, whereas like the downtown, it's so big that it's more like a, a rolling kind of gradual. And then and then you got that section in the back over there, so it's like kind of starts here and then makes its way over there. Mm. Um, but that Ogden one, they're just they're right there, so yeah. it's just bam, right in, right in your face, you know. What's the biggest room you've ever done? Um. I guess it would be a a college with uh, probably with, with like with, or maybe Huntington Beach with Trevor Wallace. Actually, it might even be fucking wise guys, honestly, like club. Yeah. But when I do Kingsbury Hall, that'll be 
That'll yeah. be it wow, for sure. Dude. Yeah. Which Keith was telling me he he opened for fucking Gaffigan there. Yeah, at that place because I told him I was doing it, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're gonna love it," and this and that. He told me who he worked for there. Unreal, man. Yeah. Now, does does he get to perform still or not? Really, is he just behind door? No, I, I don't think he performs really. He's so busy with uh, Wise Guys and Dry Bar, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I would love to see him again, though. He's just—I know, right? I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get him to nah, perform. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When uh, it's just just being there, and and I I think it it was more intimidating. Like to me, it was more intimidating the fact that we were at Wise Guys with where most of our comic heroes yeah. that I've been in that we were just like holy shit like we're really here and and we had to do some research right we, we used to be a, a, a what is it called a a peephole yeah uh, peephole salesman yeah, he even salesman. had to drill with him yeah he, he would not he would drill a hole in the fucking peepholes. wow really and, and then yeah and then and then his his his, his uh, punch line the, his the punch line was sales like line. he would not he would knock on the door when they open and says hey you know I'm, I'm here to sell him peepholes and, and he was like no I'm not interested and he was like, someone like are you sure because if you had this you would have known that it was uh, me and you wouldn't have opened the door that's great <laughs> that's great but he <clears throat> he just seems like so down to earth like every time I see him I just I really just want to go and talk to him but I part of me I just go ah, I'm just gonna admire him from far away I'm just, gonna, yeah. like, I'm just barely gonna touch him and, and but this last time this uh Saturday he he came up to me he said, how's the podcast and I was like oh dude, I just I can't stop talking I'm like oh, you know, yeah, and he yeah like, oh, dude, yeah, he's yeah. the coolest man like, oh Trey I'll make it happen I was like, yep. thank you because he's been you know blowing us off he's been blowing us off right like, whatever it's too Hollywood for <laughs> us I guess right <laughs> Hey, what can I say? Hey, do you do you have to? <clears throat> let me ask you this: when when you came from California to here, did you? It's it's the first instinct to adopt your material to Utah. No, I specifically didn't do that. Okay, because I noticed how many people did. Okay, and that's just the contrarian in me. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should be in comics. Is, there, just, is, is that stigma still a thing? I don't, I don't, probably not. Okay. No, there's no, uh, no, I'm sure not because, especially because of woke comedy, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like technically, we, as comics, we should like Brendan Schaub and we yeah. should all be supporting him because so many people <laughs> don't. Yeah, yeah. Just like when it becomes cool to do something, I feel like we're supposed to do the opposite. Right, like it became cool to not like Nickelback. Well, I guess I like Nickelback then, right? And I gotta <laughs> that kind of thing. How right is that? <clears throat> how right is no, that? The, just do oh, what you, you say. It's just yeah. like how 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 spot on is well, that? Yeah, it's, right? I mean, because it's lame. It, I just feel like it's just lame to do the thing that everyone's doing because it's you know like Dane Cook. Everyone started shitting on Dane Cook. Well, I think he's great. How about that? Now what? Um, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about again. Yeah, sorry, go, yeah, yeah, to yeah. like uh, I like a guy like Brendan Shop to do the thing that's not the the popular thing to do, right? Yeah. What before that though? You were saying I just uh, uh, if, if you have your, to your material towards Utah oh, yeah. like so when people I saw a few people move out here and they're like, Yeah, I'm from LA. What's with these Mormons? Like, all right, well already I'm not gonna talk about that. Right. It's like how annoying must that be to just to watch somebody not from here talk shit about the thing that you've known for so long. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to make enemies out the gate, right? I'm just trying to work on my jokes. I'm not that kind of comic. I mean, I'm becoming more diverse and versatile with what I can talk right. about. But it's like, 
you know, I was just wanted to do jokes that worked. I was just trying to get just get laughs so that I could get respect from the people in the scene, right? Because mm-hmm. you, I, I, you'd see who the who who's the people who are the yeah. who are the people here at this scene. You you would see you could see who goes up is smooth up there. And, you know, his cr- crushes on the open mics or whatever the case is. And it's like, you can see pretty quickly. Yeah, fuck it, thank you. Um, <laughs> you can see pretty quickly who, who it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, my goal when I came out here was just to just do well with my material. And then, yeah, just grow, try to grow, you Cause, know? Because I, I will say, it, and you're talking about, you know, people, how, how you want it, maybe you... You know, not trying to not trying to throw shit on someone else, but I've seen people that <clears throat> have opened like l- local comedians. Yeah. And then when I go to wise guys, like I see them and I'm like, oh, that's so I remember that guy. And I remember that guy. And then you don't see him on stage. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't know if they're working there, but right. But there's there's one thing that I do uh, remember clearly is like I will see these local comedians go up there and they're all clean. Yeah. And and I didn't know if that was a that was a thing that it was like if there was like a like a stigma it was like oh let's wait until you're at if a I le- wanna, at, if at I want to be popular here yeah like let's just wait until you're up. at a level so you can start saying fuck you know <laughs> but since you're starting let's just, I mean, I didn't know that was a thing because I for the most part every time I saw somebody local go up it was it was clean that's that, that's why I was that's asking. a that's a key thing okay so yeah in, because. Just because of the culture in Utah, mm-hmm. being clean is, and what I've learned, that's where the money's at too. So if you want to make money as a comedian, you better be good at being clean because that's corporate gigs, that's yeah. private gigs, that's like being clean is not just not swearing. It's not talking about politics. It's mm-hmm. not talking about controversial stuff. It's stuff that anyone can enjoy. So mm-hmm. you, like, you know, when I first came out here. And kind of got that sense as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, clean seems to be how you progress out here. You know, I'm sure, sure maybe at first there was a little resistance, but it's like, what am I not going to ever yeah, yeah. be good? At? Like, I, right. I'm trying to be a comedian. <clears throat> I, I should be able to do jokes about anything, right? But when you say it's a key thing, is that because they, they do it for Keith, for having respect towards Keith, or Keith asks that you guys yeah, do Yeah, no, that? Keith's like, he, he will tell, like, he's told us, He's told, like, you know, groups of comics, whatever. Basically what I just said. If you want to make money, you got to be clean. Okay. And so he's 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 relayed that message, like, a handful of times to, like, the younger comics. It's like, don't, you know, and it's, it's I think it's good advice. You know, some people, they get, whatever, pissy about it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. see what I want. All right, go bomb with saying what you want. Right. Like, but the the message he's trying to get across is, like, don't be vulgar for the sake of being vulgar. Right. It's like you don't have, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like what's cool, what's the value in comedy, what makes you cool in comedy is being funny, it, getting laughs and crushing. doesn't necessarily matter how you do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about it. It's a meritocracy. But, um, and yeah. it probably weighs a ton <clears throat> coming from a successful individual, right? Exactly. Right. This guy is not only, yeah, is he... Some Joe Blow off the street selling, you know, you want to make money, you got to be clean. You're like, well, I've built an empire, right? Yeah, the Take my word, right? And still growing, too. Right. It's like, it's right. not even like the sun is setting on him. It's right, like, right. It's still going, baby. And, uh, yeah, so, 
I've it's a in, I think it's an invaluable lesson, you know, and it's done a lot for me. Obviously, like when I when I'm hosting, it's got to be clean-ish, clean-ish. Yeah, and it also depends on who it is. Right. But usually, yeah, keep it pretty clean, just because it's good business, you know, as a host or a feature. It's like you don't want to if the show's about the headliner, right? Right. So it's like you just want to be kind of a a blank canvas that, bridge. that just makes laughs happen that, right. you know, don't really um, get too edgy. I mean, whatever. So, and then especially with dry bar, mm-hmm. like I've, I hosted some of the, the tapings that they're doing this year and I'm sure I'll be host. I'll host a few more. And then, you know, like if I do a, a special one day, it's like, that'd be huge. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's only 25 minutes, but it's like super clean. Right. But, like I'll, what am I not going to do that? Like, of course I would push myself to write good, clean stuff. I think it's way more clever. It's so hard, so much harder. I mean, mm-hmm. to like write a really funny, good, clean joke that like, you know. So, um, and then when I headlined the Ogden Room back in August, I uh, that had that was a clean-ish. Mm-hmm. It's club clean, which means I slipped in a couple. Mm-hmm. A hell or a dam, or maybe mm. I said boner, <coughs> but uh, <laughs> nothing such too crazy. A, such a fucking Utah, Utah yeah. sense of humor. No, because I would say that um, here in Utah, that we get right to the barrier, right? Mm. And that's what people find funny, right? When yeah. you just kind of push the envelope, you don't drop off the bag and fuck pussy or whatever. Yeah. But you get right there and that's where the majority, we, we live in Utah, that's where the majority of the people are like, ah, oh, I relate to that. I yep. get that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Building the tension, releasing the tension. Yeah. That's, that's what you want to do. Um, but then, yeah, like the more shows you do and the more crowds you see, it's like, that's where, that's, you just got to, who are, who's coming to shows? It's yeah. like families. It's yep. working class people. It's like, you know, so it's an odd persona that Utah has, right? Like we, we yeah. talk about it a million times. The reason we did the other side of the beehive is because we just wanted to talk about, <clears throat> Hey, where are you from? I'm from Utah. Oh, you're Mormon, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm not Mormon. He's like, listen there's, to my podcast. Like, there's okay. a, yeah, there's <laughs> another side to Utah, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. that's where, that's where uh, we agree on that, that, it's it's there's there's more to it than just the Mormon. It's a big part here, right? But it's not everything, right? Yeah, exactly. It is. It they do run things, but yeah, Damn. there's there's so much more to it. Like, I mean, Salt Lake City alone is like, you know, that's where like the people who come to those shows are way different than the people who come to Absolutely. Ogden, Jordan Landing, you know, sort of deal. Um, uh, Dry Bar, especially. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you can tell. Dude, how do you? I I always try to figure out a way to do this, and 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 obviously I don't, I'm not a comic, so I don't know the etiquette of 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 if you can talk about this. But how do? You, is, first of all, is it easy to write comedy, and how do you write? You obviously you don't have to answer. I don't know if it's a a secret of how you no, do things. No, it's not secret. But I just I just don't know because every now and then I'm like I should do the the open mic or whatever. What is it? Three minutes or something? Mm-hmm. And I was like I should just go over there and make a fool of myself or whatever. But I just don't know. I think him and I are used to coming over here and talk about our personal stories, but we make it in a funny way. Yeah. yeah. But that, I don't. I don't know. And I talk. We. I mentioned this to Keith when when we had him on the pod. But I. I just don't know if that's considered comedy. Um. So, 
how do you how do you write how do you know oh there's something here like i i just i can't figure out how to write material yeah, i it's a it, yeah, it's just it's tough to answer that but uh the best way for you to start figuring out how you would do it is to go and do it that's literally that's is the number one way anytime someone asks me tell i've been thinking about doing stand up but i and i you know i've written down some stuff but i don't know just go do it, yeah. and then after you've done it, you'll 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 get a better idea of what need what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because you'll go up. It's just I was just saying this to my buddy today. It's it is you. It's you can't imagine. You just you cannot imagine mm-hmm. what it's like to do stand up. It's just we just until you've done it. You know, you just can't. You can try to picture it. But it's like it, it's just you're not going to get the lessons unless you actually try it. And then, you know, you're going to go up and you're going to bomb probably or you might get some laughs, you know, and then you'll feel how you do it. And then you go, oh, OK, maybe I should. And then watching yourself, too. So so I don't know. I write. It's a, it's a very vulnerable art form. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. So many of my jokes are about the male insecurity, right. like the ego, make, making fun of the ego, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where I get a lot of my stuff from is, like, you know, try to make fun of myself and, like, what things... I know I've got something when it's something that I felt insecure about in okay. the past, you know? Like, I have a joke about uh, when your girlfriend has a um, a best friend that's a guy, like, her best friend's a mm. dude, and, like, the in- how insecure right? that makes yeah. you as a guy. And then... Or stuff about, like, some of my favorite jokes about, like, my exes being gay now since we've broken up. Right. Like, you know, when that happens, I... That bit like, is <laughs> fucking amazing, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Fuck. Yeah. That one just keeps on getting... Oh, yeah. On too. I'm always thinking of other shit to add to that. Um, it's got, yeah, it's got some of my favorite lines in that. But, uh, like, when that happens, it's like, oh, I, you know, I just kind of try to take a step back... Um, and just look at my life, look at the events that are happening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just kind of, I realize it has to be happening to other people too. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, but especially if something makes me insecure, if something kind of, you know, um, challenges my ego or upsets me, it's Mm -hmm. like, I gotta, I gotta make something about about this, you know? Now, Um, once, once you realize that you have something there do you do you put it on paper it's 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 saying it out loud into yourself is that a thing i don't really uh, maybe i'll kind of mumble to myself walking around a store or something just like a little bit but like i carry i don't have it with me now but i i always carry a notebook um where i just yeah jot down ideas and then that's really all i write in most of my writing and the most effective thing for my writing is to watch my sets so like i've been recording my sets forever Mm -hmm. usually just set up my phone somewhere record it and then later that night i'll watch it um it takes a it took a while to be okay with watching myself especially watching myself bomb that's hard (laughs) to do but then you get over it and i would tell myself it's like well i'm trying to be a famous comedian i'm gonna see myself right right so i just got used to that early and I, I tell that to comedians, too, and they're like, you know, what's whatever? Can you give me whatever? What's something you do? Or I go, watch your, watch your sets. That's the 
best thing. They go, oh, I can't, I can't stand this. Well, then what? You, then, yeah, what? Are you doing how this can you not? expect somebody else to watch you then? Yeah, right? Exactly. Like, are we doing? Are, are we doing this or not? Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be harder things in comedy, I guarantee you, than having to watch yourself. So, um, and then also, if you suck, then make yourself worth watching. <laughs> right. Like you said. Right. So, um. So what I'll do now is like, you know, I, I record and then I'll go home, I'll watch the whole set a couple times, and then I'll pick one bit and I'll just watch it and watch it and watch it and watch it and watch it till it stops being funny to me. Cause then you'll just start picking it apart. Mm-hmm. So then I go, well, it's actually not that good. What, how can I make this better? Can I, should I add something to it? Oh, maybe, you know, actually I'm kind of leading it towards this. I could take it this way. Oh, I actually talk about this in a different bit. Maybe I could make this one whole thing, that sort of deal. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, but then, yeah, like sometimes, you know, some jokes like take days, fuck, even months to like figure out or I'll like, dude, I had jokes that I wrote freshman year of college that I would do and they just didn't really work and then I just fucking fuck it and then like a few months ago you pick them up six later. years later yeah. I'm going back in my old notebooks I'm like you know what I actually kind of had something there mm. I just didn't know how to do it the right way right. now I do so it's like uh, there's there's some it's like oh all this needed was a better setup I just needed to be more clear the punchline was already there mm. I was and um yeah, there's been a few of those. So, yeah, and, or sometimes you'll I'll just be driving to a mic um, or a show and just thinking to keep the music kind of low so I can think. And uh, dude, something will just fucking pop in, and like yeah. that's gold. I'm gonna try it. I gotta try it right now, you know. And uh, those don't happen often. <laughs> Definitely, I wish they did. But like most of the time, it's like this is kind of something. Let me work on it for a few right. weeks or a while, you know. Listening to uh, some of the podcasts that, that, that I follow, um, which is the majority are comedians. Yeah. Is how true is it you would say that all comedians are, are broken? It's not. I it's don't not. think so. No. I mean, like, everyone's got issues, but yeah. that's just people, right? It's like... Maybe the good comedians are kind of bro- broken in some way, <laughs> but not all comedians, right? Like, so, I mean, Dalia put a whole special out yeah. talking about how his life was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, True. You know, so, and he is a comedian. Yeah. Say what you will about him. Yeah. Of, of one of the names he has, one of them is comedian. So, yeah. um, but for me, I think the, I tell people that, you know, to be a good comic, we toe the line between um, between delusion and self-loathing. Like it's a, it's got to be the perfect combo of both. So, like, you got to be delusional enough to get on stage at all, under a spotlight with a microphone in front of strangers, thinking that what you have to say is worth their time right. and their money, right? Yeah. But you also have to be, you have to have the self-loathing to be self-aware enough so that when you're up there, what you're saying is funny so that you're making fun of shit. So a lot of, some comics, they go too far in the delusion and they just think they're hot shit. And so they're never really that funny, but they just act like it. They, it's the fake it till you make it right. sort of deal. Right. It's like, well, I'm doing the things that comedians 
do, right? But it's but they're not really building an essence or a right. personality or any you know talent. Um, but then and then some people are just like way too just depressed and like i you know i got some buddies out here who are like excellent excellent writers but they just don't go after it enough Mm. you know and it's like man if only you gave a shit more you know (laughs) like the things you would be accomplishing um but so it goes you know uh so like i don't know i think maybe you know you got to have enough humility to make fun of, to be self-aware. That's yeah. like one of the things Louis says in, I forget which special, but he goes, um, self-love is great, but self-awareness is much more important, right? Like you got to understand. You got to know your place. You got to know your place. You got to understand yeah. how you're presenting yourself to people and how, you know, like so much of comedy is being perceived, right? So it's like you got to care about what people think because it's like when you, a little bit, I mean, some comics are are good at acting like they don't, but they do. They're just really good at seeming like they don't, mm. you know? Um, but my favorite comedians are broken. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> well that. Look at Jerry Seinfeld. I wouldn't say that's a broken comedian. Yeah, He's sure. one of the, um, the goats. Yeah, but do you love his... Ma- it, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Well, Seinfeld yeah. material. Trey Lamb's about to shit on Well, but I mean, we're, we're talking. He's, I mean, this show is my I, the show is my absolute favorite show. I just like yeah. his bits. It's like some of his. But bits, isn't it's like, isn't that like uh, like you know listening to the Fighter and the Kid or whatever? They say that that like Jay Leno and and Jerry Seinfeld like they still have the same the same material. The same material. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like it's but, like but Led Zeppelin and Stairway to Heaven, right? Yeah, but they don't necessarily need to come up with new stuff because they're billionaires just out of. Saying the same jokes over and over again. But you got, uh, but you and think that's how about- I felt on 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 George Lopez when I first started hearing George Lopez. And by the way, one of my favorites, obviously, yeah. he looks like my uncle. But like one of one of the like one of the things that that I I liked when I first started hearing George Lopez is like, yo, he and honestly, when he talks about how Latinos do shit, I was like, dude, that's so dead on. Yeah, that made me laugh so hard. But then it's it's it seems like it's the same thing. It's so, just different but, jokes. But what I was getting at is right. how long does that last? Like That's there's this same. window, right? And you can tell the guys that are always progressing and mm-hmm. always building. And there's the guys that can go out. I'll sell a, a twenty thousand tickets mm-hmm. at somewhere, and I'll see the same stuff and the stuff that they want to hear. But that window doesn't last. Look, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Hickory Dickory Dock. Uh, dice, dice. Mm. Andrew you know what it was that moment in time you know and he had the one of the greatest runs right but then it just died out and now mm. what do you expect from when you go see it well it's what i'm gonna see right yeah but it's not like he's out headlining the maverick center right now right no, no no i hear he's like just become that character yeah he just like is that all the time now what was his name before <laughs> He had he because that was just a character yeah, yeah, during yeah. his set, right, right? Exactly. Yeah. What Andrew Dice Clay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I met his son at an open mic in LA really? one time. Yeah, he's following his steps, huh? Or he just yeah, and he was bad, <laughs> <laughs> dirty. Shouts out, brother. Trey Lamp, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts out, brother. I hope you're watching. Hope you're still chasing it. Yeah, it was like it was like at the Haha Comedy Club, and they did an open mic on their. Outside back patio, not even in the fucking club. Oh, wow. You had to go outside <laughs> where they had just like a stage and you would just go up in front of each other. Yeah. 
That's what I'm going back to next week. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm back to. yeah. Yo, so, so how do you get those? How do you get the uh, out of town gigs? Do they get a hold of you? So yeah, this one you just, get a hold of them. This one started because the college, the one I went to mm-hmm. actually Santa Bar- in Santa Barbara, they reached out to me. Um, they're like asked me to headline the show, and so obviously I'm going to do that. Uh, so th- and then once I solidified a date, then I just start hitting up people around that Mm because like now you know when people come through um if they're traveling and they come to wise guys um we get to talking you know hey come on if you're ever in town come on out so i'm just calling in those favors right Mm -hmm. and then on top of that when i'm hosting for like these headliners like santino for example uh keep it rolling i gotta piss yeah yeah he like we hit it off and he gave me his number and then said santino did yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and goes if you if you're next time you're in LA, if you want to, you know, I'll help you get up its oh, places. So, nice. so hit me up. And then I booked this spot. And then, so a couple of weeks ago I did text him mm-hmm. just like, see if the number's even real. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I go, Hey, I'm going to be there at this date, whatever. And, uh, he said, yeah, text me when you're in town. We'll do it. So, um, so stuff like that too. Yeah, I've yeah. just kind of accumulated some contacts mm-hmm. and some people who can make it happen for me. So, that's so cool man that is so awesome and then yeah and then so for other road gigs though like i've in january i'm going to like louisiana and texas with a couple other guys who have contacts so it's just you know Mm -hmm. people like just people you know hook you up hey i know this person hit them up don't Mm -hmm. worry about it sort of deal and um you know like yeah when uh people from la come through and you know, some friends of mine, mm-hmm. I'll let them crash at my place. I'll take them around, show them wise guys, show them the rooms. Are you here by yourself then? Uh, I still live with a couple guys. Okay, but um, after the, this year, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but would you stay around? Or, or you... I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking like if I can, if I can just like get busy with road gigs mm-hmm. then yeah probably get like a get a place out here something a little more permanent yeah and then just do the road because it's like more affordable so yeah um yeah i'm thinking I, I might do that and then it's kind of more a little closer to the middle of the country so that mm-hmm. like the flights aren't as bad yeah, yeah. instead of going from one go. side or the other you're in the middle you just do this yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so it's not it's not bad in that regard um and then it's just like I don't know. I do think about it though. Like, what? Where do I want to go? Like, what's yeah. the next? Do I? Am I? At what point am I? Um. Like. Wasting my time. Not mm-hmm. you know wasting, but. At what point is my time and effort better spent in maybe a bigger scene with mm-hmm. more industry? But then the question comes up: Well, what even is industry anymore? Yeah. It's like I, you know. I get more views on my own videos on my own Instagram than a lot of these other platforms, you know, like, so like exposure isn't really a thing for me. I don't need any more. Yeah. Um, and I guess nowadays is, is quote unquote easier, right? Cause you could just do your own, you could just record yourself. You could just put it on your own channel Yeah. and just get it. You know, like I said, the recognition, you already have the recognition by, exactly. know, by, by doing it for and so it, many years. I feel like it should. Yeah. I feel like it should be easier to get if I wanted to 
which I kind of do, to get like an agent or a manager mm. because it's like, well, here's a proof of concept. Here's, you know, 80, whatever thousand people who are into my stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's right. not like I'm just starting out. So it's, you know, it's, uh, it's easier at the same time. Everyone can do it. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely more saturated, but with that, the best stuff is going to, is going to rise to the top. I feel like not everybody can do it though. <clears throat> six, of, can... six of you came here. Right. One right, of you right. still standing, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Not everyone. Can but you're Kurt Cobain, so you won't be standing too long. Fair enough. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm 26, 27. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Okay, thanks for doing the pod before. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have you done any other podcasts? Um, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's either a podcast or an orgy. I can't remember what he was. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was blowing. <laughs> oh, it was this part. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not over yet. <laughs> Yo, I, I know I did one other one out here, but uh, and then I just do mine. Nice. Yeah. So, when did you start getting into podcasting? Obviously, what fifteen episodes ago? Yeah. So once my, I mean, I've been thinking about it for years. And I've had other like comics telling me you gotta start one, you gotta start one. Even before the big podcast boom, I was just always say I got nothing to say. Nineteen, twenty, what the hell am I gonna talk about? Um, but now, yeah, I feel like I have something to talk about, and there's people who listen. Yeah, you know, it's um, we don't get big numbers, but uh, definitely get more like listens than we do views. But um, yeah, that's that's so that's what got me into it. I was just like and I and I wanted to do it myself too. Like I've I've st- I've started I started one like a, a couple years ago with one of my roommates and it just didn't mm-hmm. feel right, felt too forced. But then this one it just kind of felt just more natural. And uh yeah, every every part of it was and I, and I'm enjoying it more too. Every time I do it, it's like I like it more. I'm getting a little more invested. Um and then, and then it helped that one of our rooms freed up, so I'd turn it into the studio. Oh, nice. In, the, nice. in our house, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was just a big fan of podcasting. Like, Theo's one of my favorite uh, to listen to. And, you know, Bill Burr, yes. obviously. Theo. No, Theo. Oh, Theo. Theo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, you know. The shit that comes out of that dude's mouth. Exactly, man. My I just God. Love, I love his Like, style. where does that come from? Did you hear him interview uh, Scott Tapp? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my hell, dude. Damn, dude. <laughs> from Creed. Oh. <laughs> and the fact that, that he, he said what everybody was saying is like, remember, it's not cool. Okay. Basically, in, yeah. in not so many words, but like, it was. It, remember, it was not cool to like fucking Creed, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> but he said Nickelback. You said what you said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, thank God. Yeah, yeah man, he's he is a fucking genius, dude. I'm so bummed he's not on this King and the Sting anymore. Oh. I'm about to change the name, too. you watch. Oh, of course. Dude, he... From the... From the because I dude I got into that King of the Sting when it started because oh, I, yeah. I was heavy into mm-hmm. this past weekend and uh, but you could tell sorry you could tell when you can pull it away a little bit away you can, you can drop it down excited. they're pretty <laughs> hot, they're pretty hot mics. oh my bad I've been no you're good you're good, good. Um, 
when when King of the Sing started, like so much of it, because Theo was also quitting smoking at yeah. the time, yeah. so he was like he was he was on edge. He was pretty pissed off, like most of the episodes. And then you add Brendan Schaub just saying the shit. Yeah. He does. They would go at each other. They would, oh, they would actually be kind of mean, and I loved yeah. it because <laughs> like I I just I love when comics. Get like kind of serious yeah, yeah. when they like, yeah, they actually get a little it. mad. It's like, oh, you're fucking bad, dude. <laughs> and then you add, you add, you know, the the passion that comes with uh, the frustration. Yeah. You add that to Theo's just the way his mind works yeah. and his the way he speaks. It's just, oh, it's it's beautiful, man. Yeah. Like, and so much of like the whole, the even the name of it, King and the Sting, like. Theo called himself the Rat King, and mm-hmm. then one time said that Brendan looked like he was stung he by a bunch of bees. He just got stung by a bunch of bees. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's all Theo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all Theo, man. right? You know everything you love about it. Yeah, yeah, we he's love. The, Theo. He's the best. We, I mean, we love all those guys: Theo, Shab, uh, Callan. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Santino. We're huge far, uh, Mark Norman. Oh, fan. dude, I mean, Mark yeah, Norman. Dude. Hey, he's one of those guys. That it's like. What did he just say? Yeah. Like, where does that come from? Oh, dude, he had those banger, just ad lit, those little comments yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Uh, Protect Our Parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rogan. Oh, dude. <laughs> go, no. Dude, when Rogan says, he's just trying to explain the bomb, and he's like, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert yeah. in bombing. Yeah. Have you seen your act? <laughs> he listens yeah. from the back, and you should listen to your act. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. It is so or funny. Or then when someone was like, you look yeah. like a, they're looking at Joe, uh, one of his specials. <laughs> And Ari's like, you know, you look like a silverback up there. And then Mark goes, silver hack. (laughs) (laughs) What was the one when he said, um, it's when, um, what's his name, was trashed. Beaver? No, yeah. Yeah, uh, Ari, uh, Shafir. Ari Shafir was trash, and he was trying to talk. He's like, "Man, you sound like uh, you, Justin Bieber," and he just had you, that fucking you sound like Justin Bieber's oh, face. Oh, oh in his face! Oh, the- I was like, "Oh, that is so gold." <laughs> so oh shit! So I, I, I told him about that because he was that was a week or two after he was here yeah. after he did that after that episode came out, and I, I had to I had to tell him I was like, "Dude, I mean, Silver Hack Bomb Expert." He was like, I got more DMs for those fucking lines than for anything I've ever done. You know, he's like, Seinfeld shouted me out. I got all this and that. Those were the ones. Wow. Yeah. And and, and, uh, Shane Gillis is another one, too. Like the shit that he comes out with. Well, because he's. He's like Louis. He's Louis. Yeah. He's like Louis. A younger Louis. Exactly. Uh Yeah. And because you can tell he's. Well, he said it, too, but he's just like all about. Like Louis, his guy, too. And so. He really kind of emanates that. He he told me um, when he was out here, when Shane was out here. Have you did you see him when he came out here? Mm-hmm. Who Shane, Shane Gillis? Shane Gillis, no. no so he he has his closing bit. That's just it's his closer. So it's obviously yeah. it's really great. And he, um, him and I were talking about it because he he's he would just come and hang mm-hmm. with anybody. Comics, just fans, anybody oh, no. getting Bud Lights, just getting <laughs> shit faced. Tank, yeah, 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 dude. He anyway. Um, he, we were talking about. I was asking him about Louis, and uh, and yeah, he said that Louis told him about that bit, that closing bit. He's like, that that's great. It's a great bit. If you want to do a special, you need an hour of those. And even Shane was like. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> like wow, you know it took that's it's, it's your closer for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and it's it's really well done. Did you watch this special? I did. So <sighs> yeah, live in Austin. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah. good, man. <clears throat> do you uh, do you think there's a time within the next year or so that you sit back and you uh, film a special and put it on your own your own page? Man, I've been thinking about that. You know, I, I really have because it's so easy now, right? Dude, I like could, we're not I waiting could... for Showtime to say, "Hey, guess yeah. what, Trey? We're gonna do a special," right? I could literally do it all by myself. I have the cameras. I have that shoot in 4K. It's as good as you're going to get. Let's borrow this one too. It's four. Yeah. yeah, you have two now. <laughs> I've got, I've got the cameras. I got the audio. I've got the jokes. I can talk to Keith. Let me. Can I go in Ogden? Let me do a weekend in Ogden. Whatever the case is, and then yeah, I could. I know how to edit. Uh, mm. You know, so yeah, I could. So I've thought about that, and that was kind of part of why I learned how to do all this stuff too. Right. It's like, so I what the fuck? I can just. I don't need to rely You're on You're investing in yourself. I don't absolutely. Need to, yeah, I don't need to figure out some, hire a director and figure out their personality. I'm, uh, honestly, I'm trying to be Louis. I'm trying to mm-hmm. know all of the things. Like when it came mm-hmm. to his show, he did everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be able to do every single position so that when I'm where I want to be, I understand how everything's done. I can be a good leader or I can be a good self producer um and you know so that and i kind of learned that lesson a little bit with when i headlined the ogden room because that was my first time like headlining a a club like officially my name's on the sign like that was the first time what was that feeling like when you saw that dude (laughs) unbelievable man it was so fucking cool i flew my mom out i love hearing that dude i love hearing that she'd never seen me do stand-up before either no way she's been in canada this whole time and so I flew her out to see it. She obviously lost her shit, you know, just seeing <laughs> my name up there. Um, but what I learned from headlining, you know, stressing so hard, but uh, I just, I learned how easy it is. <laughs> like, because this whole time I've, I've been hosting. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've gotten used to hosting. I've gotten used to going up in front of cold crowds and trying to make my jokes happen, right? And then I would still do well, but... I didn't realize how much better it would be in front of a warm crowd, right? So when I went up, yeah, and then when I'm headlining, it's like 40 minutes in, it's like, dude, they're still laughing at this shit. Like, it's still getting pops. It's like, well, I'm getting tired, and they're not even getting, you know? So that was (laughs) such a cool feeling. And then when I I just headlined the Salt Lake City, Mm -hmm. the downtown here on Sunday, Sunday. like last Sunday, um, that was the first time that, like, I noticed an actual like a pop when they brought me out on stage. Like oh, people wow. actually like they like cheered you. harder yeah. and like were yelling and, and that was like unbelievable. You know, it wasn't it was only like a hundred something people maybe oh, in wow. that big room, so it wasn't you know full, not mm-hmm. even half full by any means. But still, I mean, for a Sunday in Utah, yeah, and just to have people fucking come to see me is just such an unreal feeling, you know. But then. Yeah, just but to go in front of a warm crowd who's like already who's there to see you, mm-hmm. who like knows my style or likes my stuff, it's like yeah, it's the best feeling. You know, wow. it really is. Yeah. <clears throat> as stressful as it is being like nobody's going to come to the show, like how do I get, you know, whatever. Um it's yeah, it's unreal. I know there's going to be bad ones <laughs> in yeah, the future. Yeah. It's not just going to be great and only getting better all the time. There's going to be times where you know, where I, I start doing the road more, but then I get booked in freaking Tuscaloosa and I go for 12 pe- in front of 12 people who don't yeah. even like me. <laughs> like, right. I know that's in my future and I'm ready for it. Um, yeah. How's wow. Keith as a boss? 
Oh, he's the best, man. Is he? Yeah, he's the best, you know. Um, and I've only known him, yeah, I mean, it's only been two years, and yeah. we're already so tight. And know? again, that the... the, the the people that we listen to on their podcast, they they all talk wonderful Everybody. Like every single person. Dude. And it's not that they just say, oh, <clears throat> I love wise guys. It's great. They he's always no, say, they Keith mean. is the fucking, the man. He's one of few club owners that get named. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, person, like, get named um, outside of the club, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and I think a big part of it is because he was a comic. And that's, so what, that, that's, what, that's what I was going to ask. Do you, yeah. you think it's different because he he's done Absolutely, it? Absolutely, man. It's got it. Because he knows. How many do you know? I know. Just whatever, dude. <laughs> You've done it. You've kept it on the whole time, though. Like, you made, <laughs> I know. I, I, I haven't yeah. looked at the camera one time this whole time. <laughs> I'm like, trying to see if we clear the microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how many, in all the places that you've been in, how many people that are owners are comedians? Not a lot, I'm guessing, right? I know. I'm, I mean, I haven't met that many club owners yet. Um, there's, I've met some that. Here's the difference, man. Is that Keith did comedy, and then stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, and then, but really focused on. So it also helps the fact that he doesn't do it anymore. I think a little bit, yeah, yeah. because because. Um, his ego is taken out of it completely. Mm-hmm. It's all business. Yeah. He just wants it to go well, and he knows, because of his experience, how to make it go well for everybody, mm-hmm. not just for him. And I think that's the big... I've met producers or club owners who, you know, they put on a show, but they get a guest spot on every show. They're yeah. going to go up and do five, ten minutes, and they're going to do the same shit that they do every week because... They don't have enough time. They're they're focused on producing the shows. They're stressed about that because it is a real job, and it's like they're where the money's at. So then they can't afford time to writing and developing as a as a comic. So then they just don't. Mm-hmm. But then, and so it's like kind of a stalemate. They don't really get, you know, they don't make great shows because they're trying to make them good for themselves. But then they don't become good comics because they're doing shows, right. trying yeah, to yeah. produce shows. Um, but yeah, I met another guy down in Phoenix who. He's a very successful club owner as well, all over the country, even in Canada. Um, he used to, he doesn't do it anymore either, and very successful. Mm. Do you owner. have a nine to five? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I don't want to say what it is though. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we don't, we don't, we don't blame you. <laughs> I'm trying to get to a point where. Uh, He's yeah. I work in trails. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, welcome to the stage, cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a Nirvana cover band called Valhalla. Yeah. Hey, how was your, uh, speaking of something else, how was your trip? Ah, oh, dude, fuck. Well, we don't want him. Oh. We didn't want to go down that God, fucking damn. trail. It was, uh, just to be short, cause I, we're, we're just, we're running on time. Um, okay. So I bought a... <laughs> Are you, are you leaving tomorrow morning? Yeah. Okay. Are you? Yeah. We, uh, I, I bought, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I bought a brand new fifth wheel travel trailer. I mean, I went balls out on it. And every motherfucker that told me, he's like, well, you make sure that shit works. I'm like, hey, I sat in my driveway and I listened to the fuck, stereo. Man. I turned the water on. I laid in the bed. That shit is legit, right? <laughs> I got it out there. First off, I got it stuck. Ooh. So imagine sinking your. I'm not. We won't say what it, what it costs. Yeah. Imagine sinking this forty <laughs> foot fucking travel costs. trailer in the sand. <laughs> bad enough that I was in it, and I looked at the wife, and she's like, 
I'm getting out. And she got out and she walked yeah. as far out as she could because she knew it had just clicked. It had just hit. And I lost my shit. Ooh. Of course. Man. So after, hey, and I will never, you'll never hear me say this. Thank God for people that litter and fucking throw shit out in the middle of nowhere oh, yeah. because I got concrete forms and, <laughs> and scaffolding boards to put under my tires to fucking pull this fucking thing out, right? You never said me say this again. <laughs> so, yeah, don't litter, but, but unless you're in the middle of somewhere where somebody's going to throw litter. that shit yeah, everywhere. Don't litter unless it's useful shit. Yeah, absolutely. So I got it unstuck. Uh, we set it up. I mean, it takes an hour or whatever to get it stuck. I fucking finally felt like, yeah, look at my life. I've accomplished something. The fucking batteries die on the motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> the batteries yeah. die. I can't run the generator. I can't run oh. the fucking lights. I can't run nothing. So for eight days, I ran the generators 18 hours of the fucking day. I got no sleep for eight, eight days because every two hours I would wake up, go oh outside God, in dude. 30 degree weather in my underwear where there's fucking coyotes and shit. Yeah. Fucking, Your you long can, balls. Yeah, my long balls just hanging out there. Well, it was cold, so they were, they were tucked in yeah. tight. Come on now. So starting the fucking generator, right? Sometimes it would start, sometimes I wouldn't. I'm like, man, I hope somebody doesn't sleep in so I can ask them to jump my shit. The second night in... I think I, I've got it figured out. We're good. I'm going to deal with it. I'm seven sheets to the wind, standing by the campfire, having a nice stogie, nice glass of whiskey. I hear this, Justin, get in the trailer now. So I run into the fucking trailer. Water. Is that your daughter? Just no, kidding. it was just me and the wife. Water is gushing from the fucking oh, uh, Jesus the island in the fucking, going into the electrical fireplace. Oh, nice. So... What they didn't tell me is about 85% of people that buy new trailers, uh, when you get it out of the box, mm -hmm. they're not perfect. Oh, and so okay. they take them back a couple times. I dropped it off when we, when we got back, and they said, oh, yeah, we'll get that shit fixed. But it was a disaster. But it was nice to go out and about. We went on some good rides. Um, I went to that UTV invasion, and it was – I'll show you some pictures. Yeah. There was – 20,000 people out on the Jeez. beach just partying. Cops just hanging about. Yeah. People are just drinking and just smoking and doing all sorts of crazy shit. It was a good time, but yeah. it didn't go smooth. That's, that's yeah. So, well, I guess, you know, that's you, basically you need to do it in order to get it top notch. Right? That's what they say. He says, well, you got to take it out and make sure it's fucking works before you take it out yeah, again. He's, so he's going out there working on his material. You're going out there working on your trailer. Yeah. <laughs> get, it all, get it all tight. Right. So, um, but before we take off, yeah. being on the other side of the beehive, yeah. every guest that we have on the other side of the beehive um, has, answered this question. has answered this question. Now, on the other side of the beehive, we get, I love that you looked at the camera. <laughs> we get in tune with our male sexual side right yeah. we borderline i mean you could you would you would watch this podcast and go those guys queer those guys are weird but the <laughs> biggest part where you guys fuck me is that yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, not, it's gonna go on our patreon not not you <laughs> not us but you my fuck us <laughs> oh, right? Okay. Right? So, it, it, beehive is all about finding the gay in all of us uh -huh. so we have to ask this question can you kiss us? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Who is your man crush? Because we all have a man crush. Currently? Yes. 
oh damn this, this motherfucker's got level he's all he pulls out his fucking phone yeah. flips through it he's like well three years ago I was well I was really uh, okay um I mean it's probably like outside of comedy yeah who who, yeah. who if you oh, were saying Jesus, can you imagine Louis if, if you were gonna say wait I, do you mean like who I'm sexually attracted to yeah for absolutely sure. Oh. absolutely because every every yeah, guy out there looks at a guy yeah, and they're yeah. like that's a beautiful man. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to know who makes you laugh. Um, well, you know who's okay. Uh, um, <laughs> this is the part you guys fuck me. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I turn the camera off. Yeah. <laughs> the lights go dim. Yeah, I thought we were all putting on masks. Yeah. Um, man, who would it be? I know. Uh, I mean, I feel like Jared Leto's kind of a cop-out. Ooh, no, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a very I'll beautiful man. Jared Leto from Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, <laughs> the heroin. <laughs> he looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Jared Leto dying of AIDS. Um, or, uh, you know who would be back in, like, 2003? It would be Enrique Iglesias. Oh, wow. Wait, do without the mole. Yeah, at, before the mole removal? Before, Wait, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You have, you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be your hero, baby. That one put those together. Let me kiss. It went from it's it transferred. That's like the baby. He has it on the other side that he's meant to be. It's like a clip. It's like scissoring for dudes. Well, dude, if I well for for me, I need to find a guy with a Hitler stash. So when we I'll I'm trying to touch my mustache. face and I just You're like, why can't I touch my face? Oh, um, fuck. Or. Oh, he's got a list <laughs> of them. Yeah, I like dude. this guy. Or. Um, it's a horny motherfucker. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, don't get me started on dudes. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Um, Jason Momoa. Ooh. But when he was from the movie Johnson's Va- Family Vacation. Uh, well, hold on. Is that where. Cedar uh, the. Uh, yep. The yeah. entertainer, yeah, Cedric. Cedric, Cedric the entertainer, yeah, yeah. He's the dad, and Lil Bow Wow's in it. Yeah, yeah. It, yo, that girl is uh, Beyonce's sister, right? Oh, that's Knowles. Uh, Be- uh, uh, no, no, Knowles is yeah, the, it is Knowles. It's uh, no, Knowles is the last name. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Knowles. What's her name? Uh, <laughs> do you think, do you think fucking Jay Z said that? He's all well, it's Knowles, right? Yeah. <laughs> you remember when she beat the shit out of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that, that was all to oh. sell. That was. I feel like that was kind of. <laughs> Anyway, and they just boy. so happened to announce a world tour together like a fucking month later after that. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they, it's like Jay Z's cheating on Beyonce. Oh, and now they're going on tour together. Yeah, I do remember. Fuck, my yeah. mom was supposedly working on the, in that movie, I guess. that He was supposedly working in the hotel. Yeah. He was all like, yeah, Yo, yeah. I don't know anything about oh, this. Oh, dude. Yeah, no, it was right before. No beer. It was right before. What's her album? The one, uh, Lemonade, when she was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That album, mm-hmm. it was leading up to that. It was like, oh, Jay Z's cheating on Beyonce, yeah, yeah. and then Beyonce puts Justin out knows a, all about it. And then right before Beyonce puts out an album about like, fuck man, I don't need no man yeah, yeah. breakup songs and like that kind of shit. And then they announced, give me a break. She went Taylor Swift on us, dude. Yeah, Ooh. they really did. Yeah. Oh, okay, but, and they're still together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Tanya can't say the same thing. Oh, anyway, we burning your Adidas yet or what? Dude, oh, I meant to wear Yeezys, bro. <laughs> Dude, that shit's so wild, man. I'm whatever. How long are we gonna pretend that he's not sick? We all know he's sick, though. But I think that's what draws us to him, right? Who's we? 
I, I never. Did you I, see the recent hey, shit though? I, I probably like. Hey, we're talking about the here. We're we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. That's <laughs> we. No, I think uh, honestly, I and this is gonna Charlie sound Chaplin. like oh, oh <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. that? I should have said Charlie. He Chaplin was the OG. Of, yeah. Most <laughs> most of our peers are are hip hop fellas, and and they're probably gonna hate me for this, but I, Kanye. Hey, two, hey, three songs. Hey, he had one good album, the two, first one. Oh, two, three the college, songs. The you, college you dropout? Both shut the fuck up, bro. Are you serious? Really? You like him? Late registration, college dropout. College uh, dropout I was like, the only one that I checked out. This my beautiful Will Dark Twisted Fantasy. Are you kidding me? Even Life of Pablo had a few hits on it. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Yeezus was great, too. But was Donda, was Donda good? Donda was not good. Is that the fucking... Oh, Donda. You know that one. Fucking Richie Sambor. Richie Sambor. Bon Jovi. Fuck. Come on. Richie Valley. That's what I mean. Hey, listen. Let's get out of here, eh? All right. Yo, it's been almost four years on the podcast. This is the first time I want to say this. And I've been looking forward to this. Now, you did say you're attracted to feet. So is this going deeper than that? No, 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 no. What are you going to do with this? I, was, I, I kept it over here. I didn't want you to drool no, all I mean, over it. This is the first time I want to say this, and I'm so excited. Trevor. Uh, no, Trevor. Trey. Trey. Give, us your, give us your dates. Oh, yeah. Uh, see what I did there? Come on, now. Uh, so this weekend. Well, when does this come out? Uh, Monday. Monday. This will be out on Monday. Monday. Okay, so this comes out on Monday. Um, he said, oh, I'm off. <laughs> Thursday. I can tell you the dates are here. Um, Thursday, I'm in. Thursday, I'm in San Diego at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Nice. On November fourth, um, November fifth, I'm in LA at the Greenhouse, uh, and then November sixth, I'm in Santa Barbara at UC Santa Barbara. Uh, November eighteenth, I'm right here nice. with Trevor Wallace, and then uh, TreyLam.com for all the uh, all the other dates. The and, podcast. Uh, what about the pod? Deadbeat Sun every Tuesday. YouTube, Spotify, working on Apple, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, check out the Instagram Trey J Lamb for clips. Um, and that's what I got for so you. So the other side of the Beehive on Mondays. Yeah, you got Trey on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Come on now, uh, listen, mate. Trey Lamb, he, uh, like I said before, we became one of the Beehive's favorite. Yeah, and, uh, guys, and, uh, yeah. and a we're honored to have you here. Uh, thank oh, you so much for coming, man. Hopefully, when you get big, you don't forget the small uh, guys. And by that, I mean Justin. I forget this face, bro? It's <laughs> <laughs> burned in my Look fucking nightmares, okay. dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can catch me on Angel Cervera on Instagram, Angel Cervera on Facebook, and I'm also doing No Hablo de Español with the one and only uh, Dre Rocca. We're trying to give... Uh, the number one chief. The number one chief. And we're trying to give a $50 gift card. All you got to do is wait for the right post. And tell us where you're listening to us from, and uh, you might just win $50 gift card. Christmas is coming. You might need this. Gas prices are insane. You might need this. Trey, you might need this because you're going out of town. Are you driving? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get gas mileage in your ride? Oh, yeah. A little Corolla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Not not too shabby. (laughs) And I weigh, like, 50 pounds, so it's not much. Uh, you can find me on the ground. That's Lord underscore long balls with a Z. <laughs> Yo, Brian had a thing for you to 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 see because you can actually buy land like a like a, a foot. Yes, by a because foot. because of my heritage, because so. I'm enough English, I could actually be a real lord. Oh, I just have to go yeah. buy it. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, I'm looking into that. Nice. I'm looking into Definitely it so I can be, money. and I'll get the badge or and the little fucking hat or whatever you I got do have to. The badge. So, yeah. 
All right. Got it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Trey, thank you so much for coming, man. Thank this you, sir. Your yeah. first, but hopefully not your last. Uh, oh, we'd we'll love to have you. <clears throat> hopefully you have fun. We had a blast. And until next time, take care of yourselves out there, and we will see you on the other side of the beehive. Give it a peace. Peace out. Bye-bye. Well, well.